You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. To all my friends out there in podcast land, welcome to Tim Talks. To my other friend in this world, and I have more than one, but there's only one sitting across the table today, Brother Dan Wolven. (laughs) My friend, how are you? Good. I used to be your friend. Well, that's true. <laughs> we shouldn't have started this podcast. We'd have been way better friends. <laughs> we were so nice to each other back then. Remember that? <laughs> no, I, I never remember us being nice to each other. Wow, I do. Well, I was nice to you. <laughs> You've tainted and turned me over the years. That's the problem. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing awesome. Good, good, good. Good. Ready for a great week? I am ready. I think we got a great, great, great topic. Yeah, it is a good Everybody topic. who listens to this podcast has said in one form or another, mm-hmm. man, you can tell you guys are good friends. Yeah. You're real friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have fooled them so well. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are. We have a great time and uh, we get together and it's hard to be serious when we're together because oh, yes. we we play off each other so well. Exactly. And I can, I, I just look and I see your face and I know something's coming <laughs> or, And I work know, hard at not letting you know what it is. I know, but I can usually tell it's coming, <laughs> that little smirk on the corner of your mouth there. So yeah, so good to have you with us. Today as we look at friends. Yes. Friends from the Bible. Amen. What's it what mean the to be Bible a says about friends yeah. and having a good friend. Awesome. Um, there are a lot of people in this world that don't have a good friend. Well, there's a lot of people in this world that don't have a real friend. That's true, too. I mean, that is just, yeah. that's unbelievable. A biblical friend. Yes. Yeah. And there are you're a lot of people. kind of friend that you really need. Yeah. There are a lot of people that have friends, but they're not a help to them either. They're, um, mm-hmm. they're the wrong association. A lot of teenagers have the wrong association of friends. They don't know the value of a good friend or they don't understand what a good friend's all about. So hopefully it helps some teenagers this week, some kids um, who, you know, go to school and they struggle. Um, sometimes the problem with friends is not the other people. Sometimes it's us. Sometimes we're not a good friend or we don't set ourselves up to be a good friend. That can be a problem as well. In your opinion, I'm going to ask you two okay. questions, okay. all right? Okay. So they're both related. Yep. Number one, do men, in your experience, mm-hmm. men or women mm-hmm. usually have more friends or does one or the other seem mm-hmm. to want one friend? Okay. Great question. I would say women typically have a desire for more friends. Um, and I think they want a best friend. Mm-hmm. All my friends, I consider best friends. I, yeah. They're all the same. I oh, don't. Yeah. I don't value one friend Some over another. Some are closer. Some are closer. Right. Some I would have a tendency to maybe do more with because we have a common interest. Mm-hmm. But every friend I have is my friend, and Amen. I and I would like to think that I'm a loyal friend, and that that can be hard sometimes um, because there are people that don't want you to be loyal to other people. Mm. Uh, but I I try to be a loyal friend. Um, 
I find that in many of my relationships, I find that I'm making the effort. I'm calling and saying, hey, you know, what are you doing? Hey, do you want to get together? Hey, um, that that's that's a little tricky sometimes. That's a little tough sometimes. But And being a pastor, friendship is a difficult thing as well. But I would say to answer your question, yeah, I think women want more friends. I think they want a best friend. I think guys want some friends, um, but it's not as big a deal to guys, I don't think. I don't think. What do you think? Okay. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. It, it it seems like more oftentimes women crave a best friend. Yes. You know, like they don't, they want some, mm-hmm. but they feel like they need one. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. I, I mean, it seems that way, me not being a woman, and I don't even identify as one yet. Really? Wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> I get you this new chocolate bar. I thought you'd really like it. <laughs> Straight from Canada. The Hershey. I think Did you'll you really hear about it. Jeremy Bourne? Yes. <laughs> yes. Brilliant. Br- is him and Shapiro? Marketing. Him and Shapiro. Phenomenon. Oh. I mean. Millions. Is made for it. Millions. Uh, Why do one we think day, of something like that? One day, $200,000 200, of those candy bars. I away. know. One day. Oh, that's so funny. And so we'd like to introduce to you the new Tim Talks Chocolate Bar. <laughs> Brought to you by Hershey's. <laughs> no. I wrote Hershey. I said, I'll never buy another piece of candy from you. That's, oh. Well, I just don't get it. <laughs> Crazy. All right. So, second question. Yeah, okay. Do you think a younger generation mm. sees the value of having good friends? Mm. I think the older generation sees mm. it because mm-hmm. it means more and we've lived longer. Right. You know, so it's not really fair. But do you right. think a younger generation, let's say 30 and under, mm. sees the value of, of, of a real friend? No, I don't think they do. Yeah, I it, it friendships are different. Like I think of my kids, they have friends, but my kids, like my daughters, they have friends that you know they go to a, a play group together, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not like they come over and hang out, and you know they go out and do things if they see them. Great. My kids have become more homebodies. They they ha- they're happier to be with their family, their immediate family, them and their kids. Then stretching out to you know our extended family, that's very important to them. But I they it's Bible. Yeah, none of them really have that like. We're all happiest when we're obeying the Bible. Yeah, right. I I would say that today people have more friendships via the internet than they do personal relationship. Like mm. I'm my friends. There you go. Yeah, my yeah, friends I are on Facebook, so. right? I'm communicating every day with my friends, and I think they'd say that. Yeah, my friends are they're, mm. they're praying for me. They're sending mm-hmm. me notes. They're sending me pictures of their kids. So mm. yeah, I have a lot of friends, but Good just point. in a different relationship. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where I want to be with you, I want to. Yeah. You know, to talk to you on the phone's great, but to be able to go out and you know do something together or be at your house, I like that. I like yeah. that very personal relationship. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, well, let's see what the Bible says about friends, shall we? All right. Start well, off. we're just going to throw out some verses throughout this week okay. and just uh, eh, bounce them off each other. All sure. right. Uh, the Bible says, A friend loveth at all times. Well, I'm not your friend. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's been a few times. <laughs> 
Love is a strong, strong word. Well, yeah, that's the key of that whole thing. It is. That's the is. key of that. Yeah. We want to think of the all times as being the key. Right. But the key word is love. Yeah. And and again, I would say that I, in, in trying to be a loyal friend, there's sometimes when people are hard to love. There's sometimes when people, your friends, will say or do things that whew, upset you or hurt you, whatever. But yeah, if you're going to be a loyal friend, you have to love. And love means going beyond that. You, you, I don't know if there's anything you could do other than hurting my family, uh, an attack of my family. There's not much you could do that would disqualify you from being my friend. Love is a decision. Mm-hmm. It's not a reaction. Mm-hmm. It, it is a planned decision. Um, I, I think Romans 13 tells us that therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. Mm-hmm. I, I think the best definition of, of love mm-hmm. that we would have mm-hmm. is love is obeying the Bible, mm-hmm. treating other people according to the Bible. Right. So, you know, if I've, I've got a guy that's cussing me out all the time, then I should say, hey, God bless you. Mm-hmm. You know, I would I should give blessing upon him. That's not mm-hmm. a reaction. No. You know, it would be wouldn't it be great be to tough. be so close to the Lord right. that it would be a reaction. Right. But no, I, I'm treating him according to the Bible. Somebody wants to harm me and persecute me, mm-hmm. I should pray for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a choice. Wow. I mean, that's a purpose. Right. And whenever you think of all of the things the Bible says about you know loving your brother, okay, what does that mean? I I, I love everybody at church. Okay, then when he has a need and you have the opportunity to meet that need and you don't give it to him, you do not love him. Mm -hmm. So it's treating them according to the Bible. So you're always going to want that person's best and you're always Mm going to do what's best for the person, not just what's best for you. So let me dispel the common idea today that love is love. Oh, yes. The whole mess of sexual nonsense today. For our young people listening today, that love is love is meaning that you can be loved by anyone, no matter who it is, what gender, whatever. That's that's not what God's intention of love is, uh, and that is that really I think repels the true love of God Amen. in thinking those things. So true love is biblical love, yeah, God's love. If it contradicts God's word, then that's not love. That's not love. You're not loving that person. Um, love says I have to tell people things that hurt sometimes, and I have to tell people right. the truth. That's love. And love is accepting sometimes the truth when I don't want it or need it and being able to still have a right relationship with that person when they do that. And and we'll look at some verses that talk about that. But, yeah, love is – that's that's a great word. Yeah, I so if I love my wife as Christ loved the church, so mm-hmm. that's a command mm-hmm. – it doesn't mean you're negating any kind of romance, but it doesn't rely upon that romance. Mm-hmm. You know, I could maybe be have romantic love toward my wife, mm-hmm. but I really don't want to go to work and support the family. I'll yeah. let her go out. Right. I don't love her. No. I don't care. It, it's not those feelings. It's not that kind feeling, this, uh, you know, some kind of, you know, uh, burning sensation that starts at your toes and comes out your ears you know it it's it is a choice mm-hmm. that it, it is a choice i'm going to treat them the way the bible says that i should treat them mm-hmm. and so all of those things you know husbands love your wives and 
being not bitter against them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think generally as a guy, it's awful easy to, mm-hmm. you know, tell somebody off and then, fine, I won't talk to them for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Won't bother me. Right. You know, that, it's that bitterness. That's why it's easy for guys to do that mm-hmm. because it's more, you know, in our nature and things. Right. So, and And like you say, we don't feel a need to have that person as a best friend necessarily. Mm-hmm. I've got other friends. Right. Right. And and where a woman would say, no, I, that's my best friend. Yes. And I've got to work at that. And I think they're better at that. And I think the need for that is the communication aspect. They, they want someone they can talk to. Mm-hmm. And finding someone that you can talk to, you know, we, again, other verses that we're going to deal with, the, that they can keep that to themselves and be helped to that person, that's, that's hard. Where guys... I don't necessarily feel a need to talk to you as my friend mm-hmm. about some of the problems in my life because I'm just going to handle it. I'm just going to work it out. There are times when I will. I'll get advice. We can watch a football game together mm-hmm. and not say a word. Right. You know, well, no meaningful pass conversation. The chips. Pass yeah. the chips. No meaningful conversation. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. No. But. And then we go, that was awesome, man. Yeah. Yes. See you next week. Yeah. And you don't go home thinking, think, we're, we're not friends anymore because we didn't talk. <laughs> no. It's like, he's a great friend. He didn't interrupt, he didn't the, he didn't interrupt the game one time. <laughs> he just went to the fridge and got the pop or the soda. I didn't even ask. What a bud. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So a friend loveth at all times. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, that's something to consider that, you know, what we would want is a good friend, mm-hmm. a biblical friend, a close friend, a helpful friend, somebody that's going to be uh, a positive influence on our life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be consistent. Friend loveth at all times. Yeah. You know, even whenever we have a bad day, you know, you yell at me or I yell at you. Okay, we're going to blow up and then mm-hmm. go on yeah. and mend fences and all right, well, let's let's keep going. Yeah, that's what I used to say about guys is that you can punch a guy in the face and then go have a cup of coffee and still be great friends. Mm-hmm. You can then duke it out. But, yeah, women, not so much so. Not so much. No. Here's here's a verse that goes along with that, Proverbs uh, 22, 11. He that loveth pureness of heart, for the grace of his lips, the king shall be his friend. Mm. So that pureness of heart. Wow. That's good. Yeah. Are, are we of pure heart today? Oh, boy, that's – are my motives right in my friendship with you? Um, there are a lot of people that make friends with other people, and their intentions are not pure and right. And then there are people that have leg cramps when you're trying to do a podcast, and they get up and start walking around. I don't know who that is. <laughs> it's my friend. <laughs> I love working with old people. <laughs> Oh, I wish this was on video sometimes. <laughs> oh, two days ago, I did 18,600 steps across Washington, D.C. Did and you see the scooters? Sudden, I just had a cramp. Didn't, didn't you see the scooters, man? You got to the scooters. Walk, drive them down the hallways <laughs> sure. of the Rayburn building? Yeah, sure. Oh, that's great. Oh, man. So pureness huh. of heart. Yes. Uh, it makes a person different whenever we're wanting to be clean. And that's really what you're talking about, mm-hmm. having a pure heart before God. So obviously the only way we have a pure heart before God is to be saved. But there are saved people sometimes that don't care about being pure. Yeah. And even even God's wisdom 
whenever it talks about in James about the worldly wisdom, but then it says the wisdom from above is first pure, mm-hmm. then peaceable, and goes on and gives mm-hmm. a whole list, but it is mm-hmm. first pure. Yeah. So when we have a pure heart, I mean, we, we are going to wind up having gracious words. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's, I think, that's a lesson for a lot of us to learn. Sometimes it's good just to keep your mouth shut with your friends. Sometimes there are things that you maybe want to say. If it's not necessary to say it, if it's if, if you're just going to be critical or if you're just going to judge, yeah, the, the grace of his lips, the king shall be his friend. Yeah, you're going to wind up, people will admire you because of what you are as a person. Mm-hmm. What you are as a human being, and and as we are close to the Lord, look, you went to public school as a saved kid. Yeah, I went to public school as a saved kid, and it's amazing the number of people that were were would respect you. You weren't their bud. Mm-hmm. You weren't the most popular, but even some popular people would really respect you. Mm-hmm. And it's surprising where those kings, quote unquote, you know, would come from, you know, whether a sports figure or a rich person or a, you know, popular person, a pretty individual, handsome mm-hmm. person. You know, I mean just, you know, the the one of the one of the ones that's always in the, you know, the the student offices right. and, you know, those kind of things, you know, student elections and but for the grace of your lips. You know, because you're you really mean it, and you're really a believer, and you're trying to do trying to do right. Yeah, yeah. it's unusual. It is unusual today, especially, and sadly, a lot of people have taken to social media. We talked about that. Oh man, to discredit friends. Yeah, you can really and, rip people. You know. Yeah, and behind the behind the screen of the computer. Yeah, that's that's terrible, and. Uh, those aren't your friends that would do that kind of thing, so be careful of that. But when yeah. when we're just in Washington D.C., another dear friend, Phil Clayton, and I, mm-hmm. he uh, bought this little book I'd seen a long time ago, but and read it a long time ago. But it's uh, rules on civility and order, hmm. and George Washington wrote that when he was fourteen years old. Wow! And you know, just things about being considerate. You know, having the right kind of uh, habits in public and mm-hmm. those kinds. Of, I mean, you know, some of them were a little bit humorous, but mm-hmm. you know, from a fourteen-year-old's perspective, he's trying to figure out how to behave himself in public, mm-hmm. civility, mm-hmm. dealing with other people, mm-hmm. how you react, the things that you do. I mean, it's really interesting. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I I wonder if I shouldn't just post one of those every day on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Rules of civility and order yeah. from George Washington. I mean, you know, it, grace of his lips. Yeah. No wonder when you're reading this book, this booklet of phrases and sayings as he's 14 years old trying to develop what kind of man he's going to be. There's no wonder. Mm that everyone who knew him admired him and loved mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. that this, this nation revered him. Mm-hmm. Whenever you think of a 14-year-old wanting to set up some things in his life where he would never be an offense to mm-hmm. somebody else. Mm-hmm. Well, well, let's do this. Civility. I'll give you that one. Oh, there That's you go. That's pretty good for All the right. day. And then for George Washington. There you go. Got to give one um, for that. And then there's our famous prime minister who 
has never read that book or would understand it. (laughs) (laughs) Rules of civil disobedience. Yeah, you're not kidding, buddy. And how I'm writing the book as I go. Wow. That's our time. Yes. Good start. Good start, my friend. And uh, we're going to carry this through to Wednesday and Friday as well. We'll get ready for that. We've got a number of verses. I will never get through all of them, but we've probably got 10 or 15 different verses that we could look at this week talking about friendships. And uh, I hope you have a good friend. Um, Amen. And, and if you don't, reach out. Reach out. In fact, Amen. I just had somebody text me um, while we are recording this, a uh, young man who just years ago said, I need a friend. And I said, if you ever need, you contact me. So I'm going to text him back and uh, try to help him. So appreciate that very much. And I like I, making new friends. I do too. That's what we say about our church whenever I'm, I'm welcoming visitors. Yeah. Man, we want to be your friend here. Mm-hmm. I, I And I do. Well, part of the traveling that I really enjoy is so I'm, oh, yes. I'm meeting people everywhere. Oh, yeah. And uh, just, you know, in uh, I was just down in Nashville and some great people there who just so kind and uh, reach out. And then I just met a gentleman who's moving to Tampa. He's I love fishing. I said, I love fishing. He goes, well, I get to Tampa. I'll give you a call. I said, oh, please do it. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I tell you, I have done this. People will say, if you're ever in the area— I'll say, what's your name? What's your phone number? What's your address? Mm-hmm. I've only had to get one hotel room in five years because That's of people awesome. I've met. And I just call them and say, hey, you said, oh, hey, come on over. That's and awesome. It's, it is really awesome. So Amen. I appreciate that. Thanks for being my friend, Brother Wolven. Amen. Thank you for being mine. Yeah. You're a good friend. Well, you're a good friend, too. No matter how bad you treat me, I will be loyal. <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Take that in the head. <laughs> Ricochet it off. That hockey stick's pretty sharp. <laughs> Ricochet it off your head. <laughs> I'm Al Stone. I will be your friend today. If no one else will be, give me a call. Get hold of me. I'll try to be your friend. I'm not. I'm not a great friend sometimes. I'm way better at answering than I'm than I am starting the conversation. But uh, if you need a friend today, you got a friend in me. Five one nine zero 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 zero. That's right. That's right. One eight hundred. Call Wolven. <laughs> This is Dan Wolven from Columbus, Ohio. Thank you so much for listening to us and, in a way, uh, being friendly to us. And we hope that we're an encouragement and help to you. And we love meeting you. That is mm-hmm. that is always really awesome. It seems yeah. like going more and more places. There were a lot of people in Washington, D.C., not elected. Yeah. But, no. but other Christians, yeah. you know, hey, Tim Dogs, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. awesome. And um, if you can't take being teased, you don't want to be our friend. <laughs> <laughs> if if mockery is not part of your game, <laughs> don't hang around us, okay? I think you figured that out by now. <laughs> this is The Tim Talks. We're glad to have you with us, and God bless you. Hey, go find a friend today. Make a new friend. Call a friend. Uh, spend some time with a friend. Do something with a friend this week as we look at friendship on Tim Talk. Have a great day. We'll be back Wednesday. You've been listening to Tim Toss, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your host, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.